Hello and welcome to Nightcap with Jim. I am the titular Jim, and tonight we have a new edition of Jim Goes to the Movies. Tonight I'll be discussing How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Elite Battle Angel, and very, very excited to talk about this one, Captain Marvel. Finally, guys, I did an opening weekend um, viewing, so now it's like, hey, guess what? I've finally seen a movie before you guys have, maybe, possibly, if you haven't seen it yet already. <laughs> For more content you may enjoy, please check out our morning Mangami podcast and our other social media content at Mangami Players on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Let's get into it. Alrighty, here we go. Um, so to start out this um, edition of uh, Jim Goes to the Movies, I thought I would uh, talk to you about Alita Battle Angel, which I just got home from seeing. Um, this is probably going to be one of my shorter segments, um, just because I don't really have a lot to say about it beyond that it's a very enjoyable, really cool, uh, really cool, really good movie. Um, I really uh, enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was just a fun, good time movie, you know. Uh, had some intense stuff going on, um, you know, throwing the drama factor. Uh, but, uh, you know, very solid, very good. You know, usually I, uh, you know, I'm either um, super duper enthusiastic and, you know, just like, That was amazing! Which, you know, Heath loves to call me out um, <laughs> about that. Uh, this one, though, is just it's pretty good, you know? Kind of the same thing that happened when I saw Hunter Killer, you know? Like, really good, really good. Um, just, it's possible that I just wasn't in this headspace um, to get the full, you know, like, Oh, that was awesome! thing going on. Because um, that's, usually, that's usually why, when I, I tell you guys about stuff... Um, that I, I'm like, that was so cool, that was amazing, that was fantastic. Uh, it's because, you know, like, I'm in, like, in this headspace, this mental sort of headspace thing, uh, where it's like, I, my brain is, like, ready to receive that stuff. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, this one, I kind of was just like, well, you know, I'm doing a bunch of Jim versus, not Jim versus, uh, Jim goes to the movie, um, just this whole episode, Jim goes to the movie, so I just have to, I'm having to, you know, just be like, go to the movie, Jim, and just see a movie, um, and, you know, I wanted to see, I've wanted to see Alita for, you know, since the, they started dropping the promotional materials and stuff, um, you know, I mean, even, you know, like, just all, you know, uh, I just was super looking forward to it, and, you know, it didn't let me down, you know, I feel like I let it down, um, so, you know, uh, but my initial impressions, you know, it's, it's, it's a really cool movie, you know, like, I really enjoyed it, um, I don't know the actress's name that plays Alita, uh, but she is wonderful, like, she is magnificent, um, for sure, and the fact that her performance is, has been digitized, uh, so it's, you're not seeing, like, the, her actual human physical form, um, and that her, for her performance to come through and shine the way that it does, uh, I really think, um, just, uh, shows you how great of a performer, uh, that she is, uh, cause she just kills it, you know, killed it, just killed it, 
uh, did such a fantastic job. I mean, usually with these kinds of movies, um, uh, I'm kind of like, all right, let's get to the action. Let's get to the action. Let's get to the action. You know, just excite me, you know. Uh, but this one was not like that, you know. Like, the the, the opening act, the first act, um, I really, really loved, you know. Like, seeing her, um, seeing Alita, you know, experience all this stuff, this, you know, for the first time. It's all brand new to her. Um, and her performance is just, it's exquisite, you know. Um, it's just so beautiful. And, uh, you know, see her, the joy in 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 her eyes as she you know is experiencing all this new stuff um it it was just truly wonderful i got to say um this is something i will say i'm super 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 happy that james cameron passed this off cuz originally james cameron was going to make this movie um but i'm super glad that he passed it off and robert rodriguez got to take a crack at it cuz i think he did a really fantastic job you know um Honestly, like I, I think this is uh, some of the best work that Robert Rodriguez has ever done, and uh, you know that's saying something because this guy, this is a guy that literally, you know, like he started the whole idea of just like, hey, if you want to do something, just go do it. You know, like he made his first few movies just by himself. You know, like he just was like, I want to make a movie, and then he just went and made the movie. You know, like he didn't like do you know like kickstarter campaign or like go to a studio and be like hey let me borrow some money or go to a bank or whatever like no he just like he bought a camera and then he just turned it on and started rolling um you know with whoever you know he with whoever he was able to get to be in the movie as an actor and you know like that was it he just went and just when he just went outside and then just shot a film you know what i mean and uh that started this whole amazing um, kind of movement, if you will, that has exploded since uh, digital cameras came out on the market for, for public use. Because, you know, like, especially, like, if you're in film school, you know what I mean? Like, all you need is a camera and then, like, two or three of your homies and then you could just go do something. It doesn't matter, you know? And it's the truest, most pure form of guerrilla filmmaking. You know, like, there's just no rules. Like, you could do whatever you want. I mean... You know, if you do a fight scene, though, in an alleyway at um, 11.30 at night and you have, you know, your your roommate and your best friend hollering at each other at the top of your lungs, the cops are probably going to get called on you, which happened to me. <laughs> so, I mean, like, um, but that's the kind of filmmaker Robert Rodriguez is. And so when you give a guy like that who is so supremely talented when he's got literally nothing except a camera... Um, and then you give him the kind of budget that this movie has, um, and the freedom to, to be creative and to go for it, you get something that's really, really, uh, uh, unique and interesting and, uh, just like, whoa, um, again, like, I do, I guess it was just, you know, I'm just like, I, I feel like I forced myself to go to the movies, um, but I still had a good time, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not like, oh my god, it was amazing! The best movie ever! Um, but we'll see what happens. Because I did, you know, um, rewatch Hunter Killer. Um, and if you listened to, you know, my first episode of the year, um, and you heard the Jim went to the movies segment, um, then uh, you know that I was kind of like, eh, when I went to see it. But uh, I rewatched it, and I liked it a lot more. Which is just, you know, like, 
in the mood to watch it, in the right headspace. You know, nothing, um, you know, no, blah, 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 something, whatever, that, uh, you know, just screws up my experience of it. So, um, I'm definitely going to check it out again. Like, it's definitely something I want to see, watch again. And um, the way that they end the movie, I'm not going to give anything away, but they definitely set up sequel potential, which um, I would really love to see more of this um, universe. Uh, but really mostly the character. Like, you know, um, some of the, like, there's some things that, you know, like, again, cause it might have just been, it might have just been my headspace. But um, some things I was like kind of, mm, you know, that was cool. But, you know, I kind of would have done something like this. Um, but um, once I give it another look through, um, then um, I'm definitely going to, you know, have some more to say about it. Uh, and I'll probably, like, I'm trying to, I want to get my hands on the manga, obviously. Um, so uh, I can do, a, you know, a full Alita episode um, someday uh, when, like, hopefully when the, uh, when it comes out on digital and Blu-ray and stuff. Uh, so look forward for that. Um, or if, uh, again, <laughs> um, or if, uh, you know, you're listening to this in the future, um, during my Alita episode, uh, <laughs> uh, stay, stick around for, um, my second impression of, uh, the film. But, uh, yeah, it was really cool. I really dig it. I mean, like, the character, though, the character is what makes this so tight you know um alita is just such a cool interesting different kind of character and again played to perfection and i i i again i apologize uh you know i just i it's just me getting my thoughts out just immediately after having seen it so uh i don't want to i you know i i'm not i don't do really um you know looking stuff up trivia facts knowledge um when i do the jim goes to the movies stuff uh so you know uh but i'm gonna know her i'm gonna know everybody's name when when uh you know uh for the next uh, alita segment after i've watched it again and um it's just she was just so damn good you know like just such a gorgeous performance i mean just beautiful you know beautiful acting um and and the fact that it's in a movie like this that's you know big action stuff and the fact that she's been digitized and computerized um and none of that takes away just how amazing of a performance this this young woman gave, you know, absolutely extraordinary. Like she kept it 100 for real. And I hate that I just said that because I hate all these, you know, like, oh man, that was lit. And, you know, just like all these weird, you know, YOLO, stupid sayings and stuff like that. I just, I hate, <laughs> I hate this younger generation's new jargon and lingo and stuff like that. It just drives me bonkers because it's like, you can speak regular words, you know, like, it's lit! Just say it's awesome, dude. Like, shut up, you know? Like, keep it 100! Like, just keep it real, you know? Like, why do you need to change keep it real to keep it 100? That's so stupid. Um, <laughs> I just went off on a tangent there that had nothing to do with anything, but um, now you know my thoughts on um, all this uh, weird uh, hips, hipster speak, if you will, 
Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she just she she did such a great job. This this young lady, and uh, you know, I'm very thoroughly impressed by her um, her her uh, talent, her acting skills. You know, um, and I'd love to see the behind the scenes stuff to see just how much uh, of like the action stuff that she was doing herself, and how much they had to do in computer, um, and they weren't able to mocap. Uh, but you know, it's just really cool. You know, Christoph Waltz, um, was great. Uh, Mahershala Ali, of course, as always, like he just, know, he doesn't know how to do bad performancing. Uh, uh, so, you know, he was great. Um, this movie did have like the most unique death scene I've ever seen, or at least one of the most unique death scenes I've ever seen. And, um, I'm not going to tell you who it was. Who, who that who that died uh, if you've seen the movie then you probably know what I'm talking about but there um, so there's this character um, who so like if you don't know the story this basic story is this right Christoph Waltz plays this this cyborg doctor um, dude and he finds this cyborg Alita in uh, this garbage uh, in in not the garbage the scrap this the scrapyard if you will and uh, the scrapyard is made of stuff that's um, been dropped from this floating city, and it's the last floating city on the planet. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's like, oh, that's where everyone wants to be because it's pretty and the air is clean. Um, and then down here sucks; it's all grimy and ooh, you know. Um, and uh, he rebuilds um, this cyborg. Um, and uh, it turns out she's a total badass. Um, and, uh, you know, some stuff happens. And, uh, you know, we find out that there's some people up here in the floaty, f the floaty city that, you know, are doing some stuff that's not so cool. And there's this one particular uh, dude who uh, has the ability to uh, control certain people um, through, you know, like a microchip implant dealie. And so there's this death scene where a dude um, dies while he's being controlled by this this other guy, which is so crazy if you stop and break it down for a second, because it's like this dude didn't even get to experience his own death. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 messed up. That's bonkers. Um, so that is de that like that you know that was like you get that was the hundred points for that because that was just like such a crazy bold move and thing to do. Um, but yeah, I just really I really did like it. I just I gotta watch it again and be in the exact headspace, have the exact mindset that I want to really get the full experience that I want to have um, and get the reaction that I wanted uh, that I really really want from from this movie. So. Um, so, uh, yeah, when it comes out on digital and Blu-ray, uh, gonna be talking about this again, um, unless you're listening to this as it has come out on DVD and Blu-ray and digital and stuff, um, listening to it in the future, uh, so, yeah, um, stick around, we'll be right back with some more, uh, Jim Goes to the Movies for you listening in the present, for you in the future, Stick around for more Elite Battle Angel. <laughs> okay, uh, stay tuned. I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about either more Alita or more Jim Goes to the Movies stuff. Stay tuned.
right, guys. I'm just back from the movie theater, and it's time to give you my first impressions of How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Um, I guess I should start by saying that um, this is one of my favorite, uh, just in general, franchises um, of all time. Uh, I adore the first two movies so much so going into this one I've been waiting for it for so long um you know uh just years wins the net wins how to train your dragon wins how to train your dragon wins how to train your dragon and uh just been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and finally the days come and I've seen it and you know, I went in there with very, very high expectations for for the conclusion of this epic trilogy. And, uh, gotta say, it not only met my expectations, but it exceeded them. Uh, <laughs> it was so f fantastically, fabulously wonderful and amazing, and, um, I just, I was just blown away by it, you know, um... I mean, how to, the How to Train Your Dragon movies, it's like, it doesn't really get too much better than um, How to Train Your Dragon, you know? Uh, oh God. Just so good. Like, it's just so perfect, so pure, so just wonderfully f magical. And um, it, it really takes you to this, this place. And, um, I don't, for me, it's just always gotten, it's always hitting me right where I live, you know, um, from the first one through to the second into this one. And I mean, it just couldn't have ended any better. This grand journey, um, that Hiccup and Toothless, uh, have been on over the course of these three films and, uh, you know. I don't even know what to say, you know, you know, kind of, it's just, uh, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I kind of, I, it's like, I mean, you know, I, the whole point of Jim goes to the movies is I go to the movies and I come, come home and immediately just start recording, you know, maybe I take a little break and hang out for a second, but typically I just, you know, come home, start recording. Um, and this might be the one case where that might be a little bit of a mistake because uh, I'm just kind of overwhelmed at this moment, you know, with with just emotions. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, like, the, the first one is so beautiful and the second one is so... just It just, like, amps up the amazingness factor. Um, from 10 to 12, and this one just cranks that dial right up to 15, and, uh, it, it's, it's just a perfect trilogy, you know, um, I mean, I'll get more into, like, the whole trilogy aspect, um, when I talk about the other two films, um, when, um, you know, but, uh, oh my god, it's just, it was just, it's just so, it's just, it it's you you know um um I'm I'm like I'm I'm really am emotional right now like it made me cry you know <laughs> like twice um so <laughs> I'm still kind of raw <laughs> from the experience um uh 
I mean, because I, I, you know, I don't want to get too deep into like the story and like the like the trivia aspect of of what I do because this is more of just like this is what I think about it and you know I think it's amazing. You know, if you haven't seen it yet, you know, um, I mean, we're coming up on the release of Captain Marvel um, as I record this, um, and it's and Dragon's been you know in theaters for a minute, uh, but it's going pretty it's going strong enough that it looks like it's going to be there for you know at least another week week and a half two weeks so uh you know if you're listening to this and there's still show times in your area for how to train your dragon the hidden world i highly recommend you go see it i probably should have just opened with that um <laughs> i highly recommend you go see it you know um if you're a parent take your kids it's a great movie uh for kids um you know they're not going to get some of the stuff and have probably the same emotional reaction as I do because they're kids, you know, it's like, oh, dragons, cool, um, <laughs> um, and then, but if you're, you know, an adult, um, or if you're on the elderly side, you know, it's just a good movie for anybody, you know, uh, like, it, like, so, you know, I, I work at a movie theater, and, um, last week, these older ladies came in and one of them was quite irate about how many quote children's films uh we had um on the schedule you know because it's like lego movie 2 and you know how to train your dragon and stuff like that and then you know um and i was just like i just like got kind of angry i mean i didn't say anything obviously because i'm a professional but um you know just thinking about that for a minute, like, I've, I've seen maybe, you know, like a handful of things over the course of my life that I would say are just, like, specifically for kids that, like, an adult wouldn't get, like, you know, a teenager or an adult would just not get anything out of that because it's just, it's just, you know, bright lights and pretty colors and ooh, you know, and it's just for a kid. Um, but, you know, these... Pixar and DreamWorks and so on and so forth films, they're not just, you know, for kids. Like, if you're a teenager, if you're an adult, if you're, you know, older, these movies are made in a way that you can get stuff from them, you know? And I'm, and I'm really kind of sick and tired of people writing off, you know, movies like this as just being a kid's film. I feel like that's a very, um, just a terrible generalization for these films that really put it, have a lot of stuff going on you know like i like i've been saying it for a long time you go back to the disney films um you know 60s 70s 80s 90s you know uh the classics jungle book lion king bambi fox and the hound so on and so forth you know um and even then coming up to you know the like the beginning of the animation stuff um, you know, especially like Finding Nemo, and, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, <coughs> and all these movies, you know, um, begin with a murder, um, or like a death in the family, uh, you know, leaving, you know, orphan or widow or widower, kind of a situation, and uh. I mean, with without exception, I mean, like, probably Toy Story is the only, like, animated movie that, like, doesn't just 
open with some kind of a murder or an attack of some kind. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but even then, you got the that kid Sid, the next door neighbor, who wants to you know, who takes apart, who does stuff to toys. Um, that's not really super chill. Uh, but this isn't a Toy Story podcast, so <laughs> episode, uh, we're saving that for later. But you know what I mean? Like, there's all these very um, adult thematic type elements, very dramatic, very intense stuff going on. And if you just step out of yourself for a second and just realize that, like, yeah, it's it's a story that as an adult you can totally get into, they're just telling it through a different medium, you know? Like, if they, if How to Train Your Dragon was live action in PG-13, it would be huge with, you know, it would be just as huge, um, if it was just, as long as it was made, uh, with the same care and love as it was, um, as it's animated, you know? So, uh, but I'll get into that a little bit more, um, in a different segment. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I mean, it's just so good. Like, the story... You know, I was really worried about going in to see this movie and being let down because, you know, they they build it up over the course of the first two movies, you know. And so by the time you come into this one, you know, you're really expecting something big because that's how they set it up, you know, from the first movie in going into the second, from the second movie coming into this one, you know, they really set up some big epic crazy stuff going on you know it's going to get emotional and it's going to be intense and there's going to be violence and action and drama and um and then they release the trailers and then it's like oh snap now there's a new love story going on and um i gotta tell you you know like i'm not a huge fan of romance stuff unless it's done right in the movies you know um and this love story that takes place in this movie um, between Toothless and um, the uh, Light Fury because uh, they, they they didn't name her so I don't really know what to call her except for the Light Fury um, <laughs> but um, it's just gorgeous you know it's just so beautiful uh, how it how it develops and evolves and plays out and there's um and that's one of the other cool things about this movie is that typically it's the hiccup and toothless show you know um with the other characters you know they're there and they they contribute to the story and the plot and so on and so forth but um it's mostly about toothless and hiccup and uh, and and then, but them together, you know, like n- they don't really spend a lot of time apart in the first two films, um, which is great because they're, you're, we're developing this relationship, you know, we're cultivating it. And uh, this movie, they spend a, a good amount of time apart from each other, and uh, you know, finding that they can live, um, you know, apart from one another. Uh, this this beautiful friendship. Um, it doesn't go away uh, with distance. It's still there. It's just that, you know, Toothless has Toothless stuff to do and Hiccup's got Hiccup stuff to do. Um, and then both coming to this realization that, you know, they are incredibly strong together, but 
their um they they've once they, they but they found this love the both of them um with these other two you know with Astrid and with the night with the with the light fury and realizing that that bond makes them even stronger uh because because they already have their thing you know and their thing's not going away and you know and neither one of them wants it to so it's like we'll just be long distance friends which is fine that's you know that's just and but but then i got you know i got astrid hiccup you know and then toothless is like well i got uh what you know <laughs> whatever her name is in dragonese um <laughs> but uh it's just so be- like there's this there's this the the like kind of like the i guess you might call it their second date toothless and the light fury um and it's just them just the two of them and it's like I think it's like five minutes um but it's just so so beautiful because it's it's this relationship this budding relationship that's that's taking form and blossoming and getting to see it and and them because they don't have human words uh so it's all you know growls or noises or you know whatever um dragon sounds and um and looks and you know the way that they move and it's just this just gorgeous gorgeous sequence that you know um it just it 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 killed me you know um (laughs) i mean i'm pretty good when i go see a movie in in the theaters pretty good at not um, you know, like busting out and just crying my eyes out and bawling, you know, um, cause there's, there's just, I, I, you know, like <laughs> I'm pretty good at not going to a movie and then looking like an, a, you know, an anime character where it's like, you know, like tears are just shooting out of my eyes, just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm pretty good at, at, at holding myself together. Um, secret time um <laughs> but when i uh uh you know sit and watch it alone um i really i get so much more invested in it because it's i control the experience that i'm having um I'll, you know i i just have a greater amount of control uh over how my experience is going to go and um so i'm immersed fully 100% as long as, you know, someone doesn't, like, call me in the middle of the movie or, you know, um, you know, just, like, some kind of crazy thing happens that just, like, completely takes me out of the experience. Um, so, uh, when I watch these things by myself, it's like, I'm 100% in it, you know, and, uh, then I really, uh, then things get really intense emotionally speaking you know like um uh so i know for a fact that when i watch this movie again um and and have and you know i'm able to tailor make the uh experience how i want it that there's like three or four parts of this movie where i'm just gonna lose it you know i mean especially when i when like i got to the end and it broke me dude like i cracked and i i I was I, I mean, I kept it, I kept it under control for the most part, but there were some tears coming out, um, <laughs> um, at the end there, and, uh, I just know when I watch it by myself, uh, 
I'm just gonna it's gonna be like the last ten minutes. I'm just gonna be crying the entire time. I mean, there's like a couple of moments where it's like there's some there's a little there's some jokes. So I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're so beautiful. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so, so, so sad. <laughs> I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be done, man. And um and I don't I don't mind that. I like that. You know, I like when a movie gets under my skin like that and the Dragon trilogy definitely does that to me, you know, like uh I'm emotionally invested in these characters and their journeys, you know. I mean Toothless for sure is one of my favorite characters, hands down, of all time, animated or whatever, you know. Um he's he's just magnificent and i can't give enough credit to the animators because without these amazing artists that animate this stuff it just won't work you know i mean you can tell the greatest story of all time using animation but if your animators suck then the movie's going to suck too and the story's going to get lost in the suckiness of the suck of the crap animation so you know uh, I, I, you know, hats, I mean, I'm literally wearing a hat right now, and I, and I know it's radio, and you can't see me, but I'm, I have a hat on my head, it's my Star Wars beanie, I'm taking it off right now, hats off to these animators that, um, that animated these three films, because they did a magnificent job, absolutely incredible, and this one, they stepped it up, I mean, the first movie is, just looks amazing, the second movie looks even better, and this one, The Hidden World, is just the cream of the crop, you know? I mean, like, it's very, very rare where you can watch a franchise, a trilogy, you know, a sequence of films, and be able to say the second one was better than the first, even though the first was amazing, and the third one is even better than those two. It, it's very, very rare for, for any team, for any creative group to just be able to lock it, lock in something that works the first time and then just improve on it every successive time that they um, tell a story in, this, in that universe. Very, very rare. You know, I mean, even you look at the Fast and the Furious franchise and those don't get successively better until you get to the fifth movie. You know what I mean? Like, the first movie's really good. The second movie is, eh, you know, there's some stuff. You know, the third movie, I th I think, is really good. But, you know, it's like, but, but where's, you know, where's Dom and Brian? Um, and then the fourth movie is like, oh, Dom and Brian are back, baby. Um, but then the fifth movie comes along, and you're just like, whoa, that was incredible. And then the sixth is even better, and then the seventh is even better, and then, you know... Um, but but this this trilogy the dragon trilogy you know it's just great movie amazing movie incredible you know it just gets better and better and better and better and uh and a lot of that's due to the animation you know like it's just incredible what these guys did and that's and and toothless is a huge part of that cuz toothless is you know one of the two main characters and he doesn't say a word because he, he doesn't, you know, like, because he's a dragon. Um, <laughs> but um, the way that he's animated and the noises that they come up with, 
the sounds that they come up with for Toothless to make, um, you know, from the roars to the just like, you know, like inquisitive little, like, and the way that, you know, he, he moves and interacts with people, it's, it, it just brings you into to him and you love him as much as you would any human character uh, because you can see it it's all right there on his face you know like the love that he has for Hiccup and these these humans that you know aren't total jerks to him um, you know the, the the rage that he feels when he sees another dragon or one of his human homies um, getting hurt by somebody you know the people and the dragons that, that he loves and he cares for when you see this, all this stuff, these emotions on his face, you know, the sadness that he feels at loss, the the love that you see in his eyes when he when he meets this light fury, and and seeing him fall in love is just one of the most beautiful things put to film, in my humble opinion. Um, and it's ju- it was just a magical thing to to experience, you know. Um, so I gotta just say again, you know, hats off to these these incredible this incredible team of animators that just knocked it right out of the park you know and I'm going to talk more about the technical aspects of this stuff um, in the How to Train Your Dragon episode proper um, which you might be listening to this uh, three months from when I recorded this segment um, when it comes out on digital because that's when I'm going to do the How to Train Your Dragon episode um, when when uh, The Hidden World comes out on digital and Blu-ray and whatnot. Um, so uh, for you guys who are listening to this um, right now uh, in March, um, you know, <laughs> uh, but if you're listening to this in the future, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um, this is my first impressions of how to train your dragon um so uh um for both of you guys uh for, <laughs> for both groups um <laughs> uh stay tuned uh got some more um jim goes to the movie stuff um but for you people in the future uh stick around because we're going to be talking about the more technical aspects of how to train your dragon the hidden world um yeah so uh <laughs> um I guess, you know, just to wrap it up, is just, you know, go see this movie. Um, it's, it, it's, it, I mean, you know, it's like, I've got so much more to say about this movie, I really do, but I'm, I'm I, I just, yeah, I, I can't really articulate too much right now. I'm still, I'm still emotional. <laughs> and it's gone, it's, it's over too, like this journey, um, you know, is 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 now over, and that's sad because I love these movies so much. I mean, I don't want. I mean, I do, and I don't. You know, I I want I want more, but I don't want more. It's like this, just one, two, three, done. You know, uh, and um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna miss it. You know, I'm, I mean, like I I mean, it's not like I can never watch the movies again, uh, which that would be a real tragedy. Um, but it's like, there's no more, you know, it's like, there's the story and that's it. And, you know, and I'm fine with it. It's just like, it's kind of sad to see it go. Um, but you know, it's time, 
Um, and um, that's kind of how it goes in the movie too. So that that it all kind of it all kind of it all kind of works. Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna st- okay. I'm gonna stop because I'm gonna start crying. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh man. Um, well, this is not how I wanted to end the segment, but um. <laughs> Uh, stay t- stay stay tuned for for more of of um, episode stuff happening um, and me not crying. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Hang on, let me try and say that with a little more uh, even. <clears throat> Come on, pull it together. Okay, stay tuned for more stuff. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. Alrighty, so uh, to cap off this episode of Jim Goes to the Movies, um, I just got home from seeing Captain Marvel. Um, Before I even get into anything, I just want to say a little bit about just like going to the movies, you know. Um, It's a really fun experience when it's good, you know, Um, and uh, I've not really had very many bad experiences going to see a movie in the theaters um you know most i feel like nowadays you know most people kind of you know are are you know considerate enough of everybody else that we you know everybody um is observing movie theater protocol you know not on your cell phone you know not talking jibber jabber jibber jabber mumbo jumbo um during the movie which is just like when people are like Oh, what? What's going on? Um, huh? What happened? It's like, just shut up and watch the movie, dude. Um, but, uh, you know, I haven't had that happen in many years. You know, someone just chatty Cathy, just talk, 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 talking away during the whole damn movie. Um, so, you know, it's nice. I just want to say, you know, for all you people out there who listen to this, I hope you also observe movie theater protocol. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, you should because, like, it, it, if you just, if especially, like, because today it's opening weekend of Captain Marvel and it's Saturday. So um, it's been out for two days, right? And uh, it was packed, you know, and I saw it um, at my movie theater uh, on what's called the ultra screen, and that's the largest theater, largest screen that that is there, and uh, it was packed. You know, like it was full up. Like it's something like 250 seats in that theater, um, and you know, most of pretty much all of them, except for like the front row, maybe were uh, taken up, and uh, it went great. You know, like. Because that's that's you know that's why I I I've, I've told you guys you know when I do Jim goes to the movie stuff, um I, and you know I usually wait at least a week before I go see a movie, just because you know I like to tailor make the experience as much as I can have as much control over the experience as I can, um so like when I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine I saw it on what's called the super screen which is the second largest theater and that's like one hundred and fifty seats. And that one I saw literally all by myself. There was nobody else in the theater. 
and that was a really interesting experience but you know it's I love that stuff when I go and I get to see a movie in a movie theater you know in an auditorium all by my lonesome that's super great but um, sometimes you just gotta go when there's a lot of people and this was one of the one of these cases where I just had to go uh, see the movie today you know and part of that is because well my episode drops today on Saturday so um, it kind of made it made perfect sense to go and see this movie um, that just came out that's so hyped that you know everybody's really excited for um, and be able to you know get get out in front of it and actually you know be relevant for a change <laughs> um, and actually have seen the movie you know so soon um, and for my episode to my episode release to line up with Captain Marvel's release um, so uh, it just made sense and uh, I'm really glad I did it you know because I you know you forget sometimes when you do it like I do and you wait a week two weeks to go and see a movie and so there's not that many people there or there's nobody there you don't get that communal uh, viewing experience that you do um, especially on an opening weekend and uh, and especially for a movie that's as big as Captain Marvel or any of the Marvel movies or DC you know superhero type stuff you know big blockbuster tentpole movies that draw in these huge crowds and you know to to have such a good experience like I did today in the theater with all of these people uh, was really really awesome because um, we were all on the same page you know all the, the entire audience we were all on the same page which sometimes you know uh, when I see a movie I've, I've said this before you know like I, I'm I'm weird so like I'll laugh at stuff that's not necessarily funny it's just my reaction to that thing so you know like someone could say like a real tough line and I'll be like <laughs> um, or you know something like or you know someone could get like decapitated just for instance you know like in some kind of crazy rated R you know like a war move type situation or just like a crazy big action movie you know just someone like gets you know shot in the face and I'm just like whoa, 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 whoa. you know it's just like my rea- it's just it's a reaction you know as opposed to like oh that was hilarious um, so you know there have been times where it's like what is up with that guy over there kind of a vibe um, but uh, that didn't happen it was like we were all on the same page like everybody reacted to everything the same way I mean in their own individual ways of course but like we were all laughing at the same time uh, for the same jokes you know we were ooh ah you know all of it we were just all on the same page and to vibe with you know 200 plus people like that um, is a real fun and special moment uh, so so that was really great and um, I highly doubt it but just in case you know if there's anybody that went to Marcus theaters in Chesterfield in the Chesterfield Valley uh, today on Saturday March uh, 9th um, or is it the 10th I forget either way um, uh, for the 1230 Captain Marvel uh, on the ultra screen um, if you hear this um, thank you you know like thank you for being such a great audience member um, I appreciated it because it made my experience uh, really great you know I mean I highly doubt anybody in that theater is going to hear this but just in case you know sending out positive vibes into the world 
<laughs> okay, that's enough of that stuff. Now let me actually talk about the movie. Um, finally. Uh, <laughs> it was great. It was so great. Like, this... It, I mean, just right off the bat, easily, this is one of my favorite Marvel films and um, one of my favorite uh, superhero movies I've ever seen. And I know Heath is just sitting there going, great, here we go, another Jim Love Fest segment. Well, shut up, Heath. Um, it was just, it was great, you know? Like, it was so much fun and it was so, like, just exciting and, and dramatic and uh, just a great origin story for um, such a character as Captain Marvel, you know. Um, I'm not even going to get into the whole Captain Marvel Shazam thing right now. Um, I'll talk about that at a later date. Um, I just, but, but you know. Um, but it was so cool, dude. Like, Brie Larson straight up killed it. Like, perfectly cast. She was incredible. Um, I mean, I just, there's, n I, I can't think of anybody who, might who could have done a better job than Brie Larson. And I feel the same way about Gal Gadot um, and Wonder Woman. You know, like it was just like they found just the right person to to you know get it done and get it done right. And it's not even that there are other actresses that could that you know that it's not like that Brie Larson's the only actress, the only actor that could have pulled this off. Um, there are plenty of amazing actors, uh, performers out there. You know. Um, but just the way that it lined up, you know, with her at the at this point in her life, you know, whatever it is that she's going on, going through, you know, professionally or personally, uh, it just lined up, you know, the stars aligned, and she just knocked it out of the park. She just absolutely did uh, a tremendous job. Um, it was it was just amazing, you know. And then Sam Jackson as a young Nick Fury and. Clark Gregg as a young Coulson, uh, that's just amazing, you know, uh, and for Fury to actually, you know, because he doesn't usually get to be in the whole movies, you know, um, and so, you know, for, for Sam Jackson to get second billing, because he's in, you know, the entire movie, essentially, uh, so you get to see Captain Marvel and Nick Fury hanging out, um, and it, 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 it was just magnificent to see that, you know. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, who, you know, you will know as the guy who plays every villain ever in the past, like, three years. Um, uh, <laughs> he does a great job, too, um, which is really funny because there's a thing. <clears throat> so he, he, so he, his character is a scroll, and they can shapeshift. And it's really funny because... Um, like when they shapeshift, they keep. The, well, he he doesn't he he just keeps like his voice, like his natural speaking voice. I mean, his character's natural speaking voice. Um, but like he'll like either, I mean, for the most part, like like so like when he's scroll form, like he kind of has a little accent thing going on. But like when he's human form, he uh, he he kind of drops the accent, just kind of goes with an American kind of vibe. Um, but it's so funny because he shapeshifts into this one particular character and, um, it's, it's Ben Mendelsohn's actual face, you know what I mean? Like without prosthetics and stuff like that, 
which I just thought was so hilarious that, you know, like, <laughs> he shapeshifts into somebody that looks like he does in real life. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It <laughs> um, but, yes, it, so cool. Like, Ben Mendelsohn, I'm a huge fan of his work. You know, he's, he's a really great actor. Um, uh, it's kind of a bummer that he keeps getting all these villain roles, but to be fair, he does them magnificently well. Um... Uh, but yeah, it's just, he does a great job in this one. Jude Law, you know, um, I've never been too, too, like, like, I'm not like a, you know, I've never, I'm not going to ever join a Jude Law fan club. Let me put it that way. Uh, but I like him, you know, he's all right. Uh, but he does a great job too. Um, Annette Benning, the wonderful, the, uh, lovely, the talented Annette Benning. Oh my God. Uh, I've had such a crush on Annette Benning since I was a kid, you know, like, ugh. She's amazing, um, but she she she's incredible in this movie as well. Uh, you know, just across the board, everything about this movie kicks ass. You know, um, coming back to Brie Larson, like she is such a badass. You know, like she really, you know, it's it's that thing. You know, of just like you can feel the power. You know, and um, and it's spectacular. Finally, too, for Marvel to have, you know, finally gotten, um, the female superhero starting, you know, like, let's, let's get these female superheroes, you know, I mean, Marvel's had plenty of strong female characters, but haven't really gone into the superhero, uh, aspect of it, um, uh, so it's, it's like about time, Marvel, but at the same time, it's like, well, it kind of, you know, it fits perfectly exactly where it is, so, you know, yeah, it took a long time, but, you know, this one came out at the perfect moment. Just like everything about this particular film, it's it's like the perfect timing. You know, like every single thing just lined up, and now is the perfect time for this movie to be made, to come out, and, and just everything. And, uh, and that, I think, is again a testament to how well thought out the MCU is. And, you know, how great a job Kevin Feige and the entire team behind these films, um, you know, it's just, it's amazing what these guys are doing. And I can't wait to see Cap more Captain Marvel. Um, like I said, this is easily one of my favorite of the MCU, favorite of the superhero stuff. Like, everything about this movie was just great. Like, there was nothing, because usually, like, even, even the MCU or, like, you know, whatever... There are moments in, in films and in TV shows where it's like, okay, I get it. I saw it once, you know, I don't need to see it again right this second. Um, you know, I'll, I can skip ahead uh, to, the, to the next thing um, and just, you know, like, let's just, because I just want to, you know, do what I want to do, see what I want to see. Uh, this one, I just, I have no complaints about it. Like, there's nothing I would change, really. Um... There's there there's nothing I think I'd, I I'm gonna skip over because like every single scene individually is a gem and um when you put them in sequence and see it all just laid out for you like like a red carpet that for you to walk up um it's just like it's 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 like it's just, I'm just joyful, you know? Like, I'm so happy about this movie, you know? Like, I, I was excited for it 
for sure. Um, and I knew I was gonna I was gonna dig it, you know. But I I I was worried that I would feel like it was gonna be kind of like 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 Thor or Captain or Captain America the first Avenger. Um, you know, where it's just like, okay, there's some, there's some stuff here that's like, eh, eh, you know, uh, but, but no, this, this one is as enjoyable as, you know, like straight up like Thor Ragnarok. Like that's the vibe. Um, just in terms of just like, I like every single thing that's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, cause there's nothing that I can really complain about when it comes to Thor Ragnarok. Uh, it's just, you know, so perfectly put together and that's what Captain Marvel is it's just so well put together everything is just perfect 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 I mean the, the special effects are insane the the fight sequences are super well choreographed and they're super um, exciting uh, the action stuff is just fantastic um, you know like especially this like this uh um, like the first uh, action scene that takes place on Earth proper, uh, so cool. I mean, you know, there's, there's this car chase and fighting on a train and, and stuff like that. And like Nick Fury's like, you know, they're like part of Shield, um, but you know, like they don't understand this whole cosmic um, threat matrix um, that they're about to be introduced to. So it's like, what? There's aliens? Get out of here! Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, like it was just so enjoyable. Like there's just nothing. I have nothing to complain about. I really don't. It's hilarious. Um, I can't wait to see it again. Uh, for one thing too, like, um, I feel like I'm just going to like it even more, um, and more and more and more, uh, upon repeated viewings of this. Cause it's just so enjoyable, you know, like Brie Larson just, I just, oh my god, like I'm in love with her portrayal of Captain Marvel. It was so spot on and perfect, you know, like because there's all the there's the tortured inner soul of just like I don't know who I am, um, and you know what am I? Who am I? And, and when you come to the third act uh, climax, uh, the climactic battle at the end. And she knows who, and she, she, you know, she's learned the truth, and she has discovered who she is as a person, and you, it, and that, that feeling of empowerment, um, you really, you really feel it inside you as well, because you, you've been with this character for, you know, for the course of the film, and you know, it's all about, perf like, like that's the thing about acting is it's about per like and performing is. We can tell, the audience can tell when you're lying. Um, and which is ironic considering that the very basis of being an actor is that you're lying to the audience because you're saying, I'm this person, not who I really am. Um, but the but that's the weird thing about performance is, you know, you take a character on and then... Um, you you know how whatever your process is you get into that character's headspace inside of them and then you portray that you know on stage or on screen or whatever um and it's it's by technical definition a lie because you're 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 telling us 
that you like Brie Larson, you know, like she's telling me that she is uh, Vers, you know, from uh, Hella, and she's a Cree. Um, and I know that's not true, you know. I know that that's actually Brie Larson, and she's from wherever the hell USA or whatever. Um, but you know, it's just this weird thing of of, of acting and performances where it's just like. It's it's a lie, but it's not. So it's like when when you see a truly great performance, like like the ones that are given in this movie, it's just it's truth, you know. Like, um, and and all these actors just did such an incredible job. They really pulled me into the world. And so when when you come to this third act climax, and 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 Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, she she has reclaimed her identity and and knows who she is and the power and the um, strength that comes from that knowledge is just magnificent you know and and then to see her just whoop up on dudes for the whole movie is just like so cool like Brie Larson just like did such a great job and the stunt team too like you know, I, I keep saying Brie Larson, Brie Larson, Brie Larson. Uh, the stunt team though was did an incredible job as well, and so did the the special effects crew. Like everybody just did such an amazing job to pull this together and make one of I think one of the best MCU films uh, to date. It's absolutely incredible. Such a good fun time with plenty of drama and like excitement and tension and just like what? No, that's not happening. Um, and, uh, and it's really trippy too, because, uh, Jaiman Hansu, um, you might not know the name, but you know the face, um, is, is, uh, you know, there right from the beginning as, uh, as a squad member of this team that, um, Vers, uh, Captain Marvel, um, is on at the top of the movie when she's living on the Kree homeworld, and, you know, I, I know that for, for you know, anybody like me who, um, you know, didn't, I didn't really get too hardcore into the promotional materials for this movie, so, like, I think I saw one trailer of it, um, but, uh, you know, for, for you to um, come into this a little bit blind, if you will, and not know, the, you know, the full of what's going on, um, and you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, then you're like, aren't the Kree the bad guys? Um, well, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a little trippy to come into that uh, and see Jaiman Hansu because you you rem- remember him from Guardians Volume 1 as, you know, the the dude from the top, from the top of the movie when Star-Lord gets the thingamabob that he's he's grabbing at the that first scene and he says, you know, hey Ninja Turtle, you better stop poking me. Um, and he's that guy, you know, and so like you're just like, wait a minute, that's a bad guy. Uh, but now he's not a bad guy. He's a good he's on the good guy team. Uh, so it's just it's just fun what they did with this movie because they really just like they went for it, you know, like and they but they had fun. Like you can see the joy um, that that this this particular crew had making this movie because it translates into what you see on the screen. If the, if everybody was having a crap time, you could see that. Like when you watch Apocalypse Now, you can see just how ugh people are. 
you know, like the actors and stuff. Like you can just see like how all the people that are on the screen that you're as you're watching it, they're just like they're they're so miserable and they're just like, ugh. And that's because that shoot sucked, you know, like something like two hundred and fifty days or whatever, and they're in the jungle in um the Philippines and you know, like, they're slogging through, and, like, you know, Francis Ford Coppola likes to say, like, oh, well, it was perfect for for what we were doing, because, like, that's what the American military was like in Vietnam, you know? Like, it was this big old, like, huge machine that, like, was trying to come into this place and couldn't do blah, 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 blah. Um, it's like, well, you know, it worked, I guess, but still, it's like you had guys tripping LSD and, you know, doing speed and stuff like that, so it's like, eh, you know... How far, but 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 Captain Marvel, you can just see the the joy that that must have been taking place on set every day, because everybody, because you just it's just it it translates, you know. Like I mean, obviously when it's like a dramatic moment, like it's or it's sad or it's you know terrible, um, obviously not so much. But um, <laughs> but like when it's fun, it's so much fun. And, and that definitely comes from, you know, like, this crew just vibing with each other and coming together and just making such a magnificent piece of, of film and, uh, you know, such a magnificent part of this grand epic experiment that is the MCU. And, um, you know, I, I'm just very privileged to be alive while this is happening in this art form, this medium that I love and, and cherish so dearly, to see the culmination of a decade's worth of filmmaking come to this moment after Captain Marvel, which is Avengers Endgame. And um, I'm going to have to do another opening weekend thing. I'm probably going to have to get my tickets... Uh, <laughs> at least like two weeks in advance because um, uh, like you know gotta see I got I, I have to do an, an opening weekend thing um, I mean un- that is unless my, my episode schedule I don't know why I'm ta- talking to you guys about this but anyway <laughs> Captain Marvel um, it was so good I can't wait to go see it again um, I might even go see it next week um because I got some, uh, but yeah, like I might go see it again next week. I might even see it a third time, honestly. Like, cause it is so damn good. Um, it's it's just it's just a wonderful film. It really is. It's I there's I can't there's really not enough. I I can there, there are I mean I could just it's just like I love it. Okay, I I love it. I love it a lot. I really 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 love it. Um. There's just I could there's just not enough good things I can say about it honestly like you know like badass women fighter pilots you know um, badass superhero lady with these incredible powers that it's just like oh she could tear some stuff up you know um, Sam Jackson which is just like it's Sam Jackson like if you are complaining about Sam Jackson you're probably just not living life right you know <laughs> um. I mean, just, oh, so good. It was so good. And then the cat, there's there's stuff with a cat. And, in, in like, there's this cat that plays a, a, a bit of a, a part, uh, like, a, a pretty big part of the movie. Um, and it's it's so good. I can't ruin it for you because it's too, it's just too much. It's so cool. Oh, my God. I love this movie. Um, 
Yeah, okay. I, I Okay, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up now. Um, oh, God. I just, I really loved it, man. Like, this is one of the best movie theater going experiences I've ever had, honestly. You know, like, it, because it, the, the movie was, was incredible, and and then the the audience was incredible, you know. So it's like when when that happens, when you have that mashup of audience and movie all being dope, uh, that makes for something really special. And I don't think I'm ever going to forget this uh, particular theater going experience. You know, it was just it was absolutely just great. It was it was it was great. You know, it was perfect. Um, okay, alright, I'm gonna shut up now. I've just been going for 30 minutes about, like, <laughs> how how awesome this movie is, and I'm just gushing. Oh, God. Um, so good. It was so good, though. It was just so good. Like, I honestly kind of want to go see it again tonight, but I can't because, like, it's gonna, it's, it's probably sold out, um, and I'm not sitting in the front row. Um, like that's how much I love it. I want to go see it again, like right now. I want to watch it again right now, um, and that's very rare. Um, oh god, it was so good. Okay, shut up, Jane. Shut up. Shut up, Jim. Um, just end the episode. End the episode. Um, god, it was so good though. It was so good. I just want to keep talking. I could just say it was so good, like for another half an hour, honestly. Like, because <laughs> that's a... okay. I'm gonna shut up. Shut up, Jim. Shut up. Uh, just end the episode. Do your outro. End the episode. They get it. Okay? They get it. Um, <laughs> okay. But it was so good. Okay. I'm going to shut up now. Now I'm going to shut up. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my outro, and then I'm going to shut up, and then I'm going to shut up some more. Um, okay. Start to shut up now, Jim. Uh, that's going to be our... But it was so good. I just want to keep talking about it, though, because... Okay. No. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um... <laughs> done i'm done that's gonna be but i can't i don't even i can't even stop i can't even do it i can't even stop because it was so good i i it's not that i don't want to just stop but i can't stop it's like i can't because it was so good and like it was just it was okay but now no but sir okay but hang on but okay but no but, but okay but seriously now i'm done i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna start to shut up now okay <laughs> hang on I just need to compose myself for a second because I'm. It's very. I'm, this is really difficult for me right now. I'm really having a tough time ending the podcast, the, the the episode right now. I'm really having a tough time here. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. That's gonna be our show for tonight. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, all three of these films, I would recommend. You know, as I said about Alita, you know, I just wasn't in the right headspace you know the experience wasn't exactly perfect like it was with with dragon without a train your dragon the hidden world and with this one captain marvel obviously because i won't shut up about captain marvel because it was so good it was so good um uh but i definitely want to check it out again so you know for sure if you can check out how to train your dragon the hidden world while it's still in theaters if not you're going to want to get it um buy or rent that that mug as soon as you can because it's magnificent uh beautiful piece of filmmaking uh alita you're gonna want to check that one out too and captain marvel it just came out um it's been out for two days as i'm recording this you gotta go see it okay like if if this half an hour that you just listened to did not convince you to go see it then i don't know what to do you know i mean you should have wanted to see it already like before you listen to me just ramble and just gush about it for 30 minutes 
Um, but if you were like, eh, I'm kind of, I'm cooling on it. Um, and this doesn't like change your mind and just be like, oh, this guy really won't shut up. He just, he like, he's in the outro right now and he won't end the episode because he has to keep talking about Captain Marvel, even though he's in the outro. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that this, that the outro is the same every time, pretty much, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, like that's going to be our show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please check out our other social media content at Magami Players on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Have a good night. Um, thanks for stopping in for a nightcap. But I can't. But I'm. Uh, and then I just did the intro, the outro. There it is. And I'm supposed to be like, okay, that's it, and press the button. So I stop recording. But I can't because Captain Marvel is so good that I have to keep talking about it, even though I did the. I've already done the outro now. I've done the outro, and I'm still talking about Captain Marvel because it's that good. You gotta go see it. Go. Do it. Now. It's out. It's tight. It's bomb. Go see it. Marvel rules. Except for the fact that they cancel the Netflix shows. But other than that, Marvel kicks ass. And Captain Marvel kicks ass. Oh my god. So good. Okay. I'm gonna shut up now. Here comes the outro for real this time. Thank you so much. That's gonna be our show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Um, check out our other social media content at Mangami Players on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Thank you so much for for uh, for for listening. Um, you know, if you got to the end of this episode, because it's another long one. Because um, I mean, I'm only doing them every other week, so it's like I got a lot of stuff to talk about. So um, you know, thank you so much for listening. You're a real trooper for coming through all the way, uh, all the way through this hour and a half of um, me talking about movies I've seen. Um, so thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much. You don't even know. Uh, the fact that there are people who listen to this um, on a weekly basis, um, it just blows my mind, you know, when I look at, like, my my, my listen count. Um, so I really appreciate all you guys for listening, for coming by, and for stopping by for a nightcap. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. I did it. There it is. There's the end. It was right there. Okay, no, I'm going to shut up now. All right, good night. Wait, but, uh, okay, but, okay, but, okay, but, um... Okay, no, but, okay. Okay, yeah, no, I'm done, I'm done. Good, yeah, I'm done. Good night. with Jim podcast is a Mungami production hosted by James Smith produced by Heath LaBombard and James Smith for more Mungami content visit Mungami players all across the social medias